Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Relation, dating, I was going to say dating ship. Oh my God, I'm totally out of it. It's a dating <laughs> ship podcast. <laughs> a dating ship. Is that a, a ship where there's dates on the ship? Is that's a dating just, ship? That's New York relationships because you're never <laughs> committed. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired of podcasts. Um, oh yeah. It's part of the machine now. It's part of It's part of the gig. Yeah, and it's great, like, and I'm so great. I get to see you, but I think I do like three now a week, so it's just a little tiring, but it's a lot, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, I gotta really especially for com it was a job that used to be for comics, there was a job where you worked like I don't know, either 15 minutes a night or an hour tops, and then now people are <laughs> literally have like it's like they have three jobs. They're just like, hey, I'm a TikTok dancer, a podcaster, and a stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedians like the payoff where it's like, hey, that's the fun part. And then the actually podcasting can be fun, but it's just it's the way things are now. I think there's so much added stuff to it. <clears throat> yeah, I love the talk and part of the podcast and. I love like the people who like listen to it and will like message you and all that stuff. But it's the having to think of other ways to promote it. But you're also trying to promote yourself. Like you yeah. said, like the TikTok. The in- I think all- podcasts become like the new like business card. You know, like yeah. it's like everybody has one. And it's like, hey, this is the- how to check me out before you whatever. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thing <clears> that if it does well, that gets people coming to your yeah stand up but, the, like, so- but like you said like what makes it do well like if it's like oh if i spend a hundred hours a week promoting it it'll probably do pretty well or if i take a course in search engine optimization like you know we have to become like engineers in order to like market ourselves like it's like it's just a little bit everything lives online i think and that's what and it's, it's a new animal and i it's good to adapt but it's like so weird to me no, I agree. Didn't I think that Kevin Ryan said he did that with Are You Garbage that he looked up like SEO? Yeah. Like, oh my God. I didn't even know he, when I was heard them talk about that at New York. It was someone saying it about Kevin. I was like, what are SEOs? <laughs> SEO. Yeah, exactly. And he just has a knack for that kind of stuff. He has like a, I think he has, he has a very analytical mind, Kevin Ryan, because I think he, his old day job was accounting. So he's like, I think he's good at minutiae. Me, I'm not. <laughs> I'm very blunt and very ADD and I'm very like, so if you're like, hey, if you figure out this code on how to promote something, I'll be like, won't happen for me. My my, I started therapy. I really do like it. Um, But yeah, it's great. I, you know, have been talking about wanting to go on the podcast for years and this is the first time I'm going. But 
she does these like questionnaires and I, we've only done two because we've only been I've only been doing our like I think we've only had like six or seven sessions maybe I don't know mm-hmm. but one of the, the questionnaires are basically like uh, w- all these questions like to make sure you're not suicidal I think or like not depressed but one of them was like um like uh, you're how like have you been able to get work done like this week and I was kind of like that's such a hard question for us to ask because if I get if I like my week will be like finally put the shift on YouTube but I won't get around to that but I'll be like but I did do a TikTok so yes I don't know <laughs> yeah I I right like I think I have that's actually really cool that she does that because productivity is like key and it's hard you're right because it's totally up to us like at least with like a day job even though I can I actually didn't I haven't had a day job in a while which I'm I'm kind of proud of but I also I didn't I realized when I hear people talk about their day jobs they were like oh I was, I was miserable and I'm like I actually didn't mind going and like and seeing people and like interacting you know like I I don't get me wrong I like my life but I mean like uh yeah, I think the whole idea of being a self-starter and all that kind of stuff is like for especially for comics, it's like hard to get used to that idea. So that's good that she does that. It's like it's like accountability for being productive or something. Yeah, my stepmom was saying because I feel like for me, um, I will just do everything, you know, and I'm like, if I see something that's working for someone, I'm just like, I'll do that as well, you know. And so right. I feel like I work um, really hard at a. Uh, so many things that sometimes it's not like working smart um so she said like in normal jobs they do six month reviews so she was like okay yeah now you're doing all like the social media the podcasts and stand up at night but she was like do you go out and meet people and I don't really like I don't go to parties that much or I don't yeah, I, I kind of just do my st- even if I'm hosting, I sit in the room and I watch the comics and I'm polite and I say hi and people know me, but I don't really I don't like stay and have a drink or anything. Um, See, that's so interesting because I think of you as a social person. Yeah. So uh, and and that's the thing, like the way that my mindset is about comedy is 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 becoming more and more passe each day goes by. Like I, I have this model where. Back when I started, yeah, hanging out was like 40 percent of it. And that was like kind of like you would go do shows. And like you said, like if you were like hanging out in the bar, uh, it it could help you get spots or help you get Mm -hmm. like, hey, can you be in my sketch that this thing or this like. And now I don't know if I think your stepmom's right. I think it still matters, but I don't think I don't know if it matters as much. Like we said, if if you're good at the digital side of it, it might not matter as much. You know, it's like, but I always enjoyed the, the social aspect of it, you know? No, that like I think I'm yeah, I think I am social sociable, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't really like I went out for drinks with you guys that night, but it's because I see you as my friends. Like I kinda mm-hmm. I don't make an effort to go to any parties on the weekend or go to I think I might go to the I went might go to the holidays parties, but go for like 10, 15 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and that's fine too. I do like going in and saying hello to everybody. But she was saying she was just using it as an example. She was like, You should do six months reviews of what you're doing and see if they're working because she was like it's annoying in normal jobs but a lot of jobs do that where you go okay so for the past six months I've been doing like TikToks every day or blah 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 so she was like she was like if you make an effort to go to these parties like I didn't even go to the stand party that night and I kind of was like maybe I should have so she was like if you make an effort and just see if you meet more people from different walks of life if you Mm -hmm. know um 
and see after six months and if you feel like it's it's not it's taken away from the other stuff you know she was like she was using it as an example like she was like what do you do less of so I think I was saying I do less of that but she was like you should have a business mind with like comedy and so I think it's a good idea like review every six months like what's been working um where do I need to put more work in why isn't this numbers aren't growing on this or yeah I think that makes sense right 100% I I think she's right and you can especially now more than ever I think it (laughs) used to be more of like a a unique thing that it didn't go by the rules of day job but now more than ever I think it does like you see results from people who are like spending eight hours a day like even the eight hour day thing where people are working and they're even if a, a day job you know, people always make jokes like, yeah, you work like, I don't know, two hours. I don't need now an eight hour a day day job. But like, I think she's 100 percent right. I think and it, it can't hurt, you know, because I think I stayed. I had podcast. I did that uh, a movie podcast for way too long. And it wasn't catching on. And I wasn't like a like I wasn't kind of shifting and 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 changing it up at all. Changing. that. I was just kind of like, oh, I'll do this weekly and not even pay attention to what's happening. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah, I want to I want to try that because sometimes I just feel as well. It's like really overwhelming. And then you can kind of nearly uh, procrastinate a little bit as well because you're just like, it's too much. My therapist said as well, I love this. And it's really like obvious. I never thought about it. But she, she's always like, just do one thing. And then and then, you know, because you'll have a list of like 20 things you want to do if it's like, OK, I got to do TikTok today. I got to edit the podcast. I got to do mm-hmm. that other podcast. I got to go do stand up tonight. I got to write a new joke. And then you get a little overwhelmed. You're like, OK, I'm going to binge a Netflix show. <laughs> But she's like, yeah. do the first thing. And then it's like, oh, it's like each. And it's like so obvious. But I'm like, oh, that actually really, really helps. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny. I was just talking to somebody about you ever hear there's some general who like put out a bunch of rules on how to lead, lead a pr- productive life. Or, and he said, the, the first thing you just start with is making your bed. <laughs> and like, if you make your bed, that's like a tiny thing you did for the day that like lead to. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like that a tiny thing that will lead to. Uh, like, you know, th- then the next thing, then the next thing, like it, it's a good starter to be like, OK, you feel you already feel like you accomplished something even as small as like making your bed. And I think it really fits into the comic lifestyle, because think about how many days you've had where like even that doesn't get done and you do nothing all day. And then you might have spots at night, but you're not thinking those along the lines of like, I don't know, we do it. It's such a fun job that we're like, no, we're going to hang out and do our spots and it's fun for us. So you're like. You really the spots aren't always feeling productive if you're not, you know, even though they can be and they are because it's getting out of your house and doing stuff. But I don't always feel I always feel like, oh, this is just what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm so used to doing this at night. But if I if they were like in the, the, the daytime is the time that we're supposed to be like, hey, I, I like you said, I, I edited my podcast. I did this. When, when I do have days like that, I feel a thousand times better. Like, I feel like I actually did did shit, you know? Yeah, no, you're so true. I remember Amy Hawthorne saying we have to remember that doing podcasts because we're chatting with our friends. We don't see it as work. And mm-hmm. then doing stand up, we don't see it as work. So she said sometimes comedians can give themselves a bit of a hard time. Mm-hmm. But it is true. I do. I never thought about that, that I do just think of stand up as so much fun. So it doesn't seem like I'm being. Same here. Yeah. Um, but yeah just uh, that's funny so for the listeners i just showed sean when he was saying that that my bed is not made <laughs> <laughs> mine's not um, either yours not so don't worry about no oh, my boyfriend makes his bed every day and i remember when we first started dating i was stayed over late and i was rushing so i texted him being like oh my god i'm late for something and it was like a, a doctor's appointment and i just like ran out the door i was like i'm so sorry to make your bed 
And then he said to me, this is stuff when he was like, that really disappointed me. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And he was like, just because I feel like, the, the, you know, if the bed's not made, um, it's, it just makes me happy. And uh, I think it's probably part of that. So I was like, okay, yeah. don't worry, I'll make sure. Because it's like just a two minute extra move. And he always does it. And it's I, he came over to pick up packages for Sam and like went into my room and I wasn't even here and he made my bed so he's very like he loves the bed being made well it's also indicative to probably how he is like where I think I'm very similar to you the way you're describing things and some people I don't know if you would call it type is he type a like you have type a and then you have some people just need regiments or they want they they thrive on regiment and I don't get it wrong I'm not killing it without regiment but I mean like I don't I don't need to have the those things that I'm, I'm I, I have routines, but I don't thrive on like if my bed's not made or one little thing doesn't happen, I don't I can't it, won't, it doesn't ruin my day. But I but I kind of like the fact because I'm so not like that. The fact that he said that I'm like, oh, yeah, at least he has like these markers and these things that he like once done and, and has opinions about like, ah, I need my bed made. I need this. I need and it's you know, not huge asks. It's not like too much. You know, no, no, it's great. I um he's he is very like that uh and i am very much like what you just said because like yeah. he probably he even, why you guys are, like why you guys get along so well yeah, yeah yeah and then it can be reasons why we don't realize that we're at maybe conflict but we're not no it's not like i have no idea and for him it's like this is like i'd be more spontaneous i'll be like mm-hmm. uh you know and he's a planner so i might be like oh you know i might just pop over tonight my spots are you know my spot nearby early, and he's like well no let's like see each other tomorrow yeah. I, you know <laughs> yeah, i've i planned yeah, it yeah. run and um <laughs> and you know what's so funny about that in relationships that can become an issue because if if you're like me not to cut you off i apologize mm-hmm. but if you're like me you you might take it as like wait you don't want to see me like it's like that kind of right you're like but he's only meaning it for scheduling like he's only he's <laughs> thinking of scheduling he wants to see you but it's like uh he's going no 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 let's let's have a plan for this and you're like you don't love me anymore like it's <laughs> it's so true because so as like a 31 year old now i have like a good voice that's logical but then you still have the the feelings that make no sense and i think when you're younger yeah. when you're like 22 23 oh, you don't have that all, voice no not at all it's <laughs> all it's just innocent young love it's just yeah. you're in your oh my god yeah it's just mystical yeah so like with him I remember even like a specific night where I was like uh oh you know what wouldn't it be nice if I came in and met you after work and he had like planned like a video game and like a run and he was like oh no 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 <laughs> he was like, but he was like well how about I come over to you tomorrow I'll make the effort to come to yours and that's great that's a great solution but I could still hear in my insecurity of like even though he's saying come over to you tomorrow it's like tomorrow's far away you know like he, he's yeah. he's like you like that you're like you don't you, like you're feeling it you're like is, is he starting to pull away is he starting to I thought this was a really good idea but it's like yeah it's a good idea for me and I'd appreciate spontaneity but he needs that's like no he's planned his night Kei, and you have to respect it Right. But also on the flip side of things, the same way that you're saying you have the exact right answer is, oh, he likes planning things. I have to respect it. But it's the same way that one of these times, because I'm sure it happens more than once, that he should be turning around and going, you know what? Screw it. Come on over. Because and then that's his thing of going, Katie's more spontaneous. So let me respect that and have a little, you know, because 
obviously he's dating you because he enjoys that part of your personality. And, and it's because it's different from what he is. Cause in my, with my girlfriend where we have the same kind of scenario is like the one thing I'm crazy about is being on time for things. Like I'll, I'll try to be late. I'll like, I'll try not like, meaning like I'll take my time. I'm, I'm assuming people I'm meeting up with, they're going to be at least 10 minutes late anyway. And I'll be like, I'll leave at a certain time so that I'm the same amount of late, you know, like, and I still show up early. That's that's how much I show up on time. Like I'm like, I like I've gotten better over the years, but as far as relaxing goes, but for the most part, I'm always like, let me make sure like I, you know, I have to get there on time, right? Whatever it is. That's the one thing I'm like really regimented about. And my girlfriend is not like, but here's the thing. My girlfriend's late all the time, but not in a disrespectful way where we say we're meeting up at six. There's no text, no call. And when she meets up at like seven and she's like, oh, sorry, not like that. That would drive me. That I think is just disrespectful. What she does is like earlier in the day before we go, she goes like, we'll make the time. Hey, we're meeting up at five thirty, you know, three hours before she'll be like, actually, let's make it six. And then, hey, can we make it six thirty, which I don't mind. And also in the past, we've been dating like 10 months. It's made me chill out on on that stuff. It's made me like not worry, not rush and not. So it's kind of like it complements it because um, it's made me not get crazy about like getting places on time as much. And I'm still don't get me wrong. I'm still not late, but I'm not like I'm not freaking out like, oh, this person's going to get mad at me if I'm late like that. kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I feel like uh, if you're with someone that you love and you're kind of secure about that, those things don't be you're able to be like, oh okay this isn't but if it's someone that you're kind of off if you ever dated someone where they would do that and you're just like a bit insecure it 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 brings it brings out more anxiety i feel for me uh yeah no i could see that happening yeah you have to be like secure that hey this isn't um personal it's their personal thing. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. yeah and my boyfriend does definitely meet me in, like I'm sure there's plenty of times where I've gone over and I'm he's like yeah sure but I what I don't know is he's going Okay, well, I guess I'm not going for that run tonight. He's having having tiny strokes in his head that he (laughs) can't. Yeah, we had like a big like, you know, heart to heart the other night. And it's funny because you can have so much like I my therapist says this and it wasn't about that. But she said this to me in one of our first. I tend to presume what people are thinking Um, Mm -hmm. and it'll be just I, I think I do the same thing. Oh, and it's I didn't realize that she said it because I'll be like, maybe someone will do something mean to me and I'll be like, you know what? They probably just didn't mean it and it'll be fine. And I'm sure they were just busy or they didn't mean to be rude. And she she says it in a way that she because she wants me to like use my voice more and like stand up for myself and be confrontational, which my boyfriend is like, fuck, because um, <laughs> um, he hates confrontation. But right. um, he's the total opposite. But she uh, she was like, you have you can't presume what people think and so I think people do that a lot and so like even my relationship I have a perception of what it is and then he has a perception and I'm thinking oh this is all great it's great that we do that so we have this heart to heart and he was like I really hate like when you confront me (laughs) and I was like I thought I'm being like this is an issue this is annoying and he was like yeah that's fine but I just physically can't like I, we can talk about it and I'm going to try and meet you halfway. Cause his thing is he shuts down and oh. I'm like left kind of going, I feel like unheard or, uh, like, like it, it doesn't feel like, I feels like not what I was expecting. You know, I feel like if I'm like, Oh, this annoyed me, they'll be like, okay, let's talk about it. But he's not like me. 
And so he was like, we had to have a heart to heart on how to deal with that and how he was like, I, you can bring it up, but I need to go away for like an hour and t- think about it because I that's a good compromise. Yeah. So it was like trying to meet each other in the middle and not presume because what he so when he, I bring up uh, these issues, he's presuming he's in trouble. I'm like angry. I hate him. All this. And I'm like, that's not what I'm thinking at all. See, I have the same thing where I'm the same way where I'm like, oh, if something is mentioned or if even if there's like quietness on certain things and non responses, I'm always like, oh, you're I'm always assuming, hey, you're mad at me. That's what I you know, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah, it's and it's funny because it's like it's just commu- like over communicating, I think, is probably good. But on the way you do it, because my dad is very like he was a public prosecutor for a while. So he's very like, hey, what was this? And these are the things you did. And these are the examples. And these are the proofs that you were wrong. <laughs> so me and my sisters kind of grew up like that. Your dad, your dad has charts and graphs. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard to argue with him because he's just like, okay, yeah, my guess that four. Your dad brings out witnesses. And like, he's like, like, dad, where'd you get? Why are we in a courtroom? What's going on? Why do you have a stand? Why, you know, why are they he swearing in a the Bible? farm animals yeah. as the witnesses? He's like, the chicken was here. <laughs> the donkey saw you. Yeah. Take my cupcake, whatever, whatever. I don't even know what it would be. Yeah. And I think like I didn't realize, but I probably have taken on a bit of that. So when I'm like in a relationship, I'm like, hey, this is like annoyed me, but I'm able to recount things and situations. And yeah, and I'm sure for like Leland, he's like, I don't know. I just need to sit down and think about all the this. It's very he's not in the moment per se. So right. And I probably in the long run, I would assume that it's good that he was like, hey, I need a minute to deal with it. And and it's actually better for you because the response you're going to get isn't going to be emotional. Like, what the fuck? It's going to yeah. be it's going to be like, OK, I thought about it for an hour and here's my response. And, and like, you know, it takes more time that way, I guess. And it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. um, it takes kind of the wind out of your sails a little bit on the confrontation. Yeah. But you're going to get an honest response. You're going to get and it's probably a more measured response than him just being like, what do you like? Then he's thinking he's being badgered. And then he's just like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is going on? Like, and then shuts down even more than it causes a rift. If, if the fact that you guys made a good plan where it's like, hey, I can go and marinate in this and then come back is like probably definitely will help out 100 percent. Yeah. Seems, and I, it seems very mature to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. He Like he is really like he is really mature and he's 26. So um, yeah. and Another thing as well is like, so, you know, I've had therapists on the podcast and you read all these things. They always say it's so important to communicate and say what's going on. And if there's an issue, talk about it. Don't let it like grow legs in your head. But Uh I also think so that's the way I've been trying to be in my relationship. But I also think now, actually, I could just go away and think about it as well. You know, like, <laughs> like I was trying to do See, what is his good. response has made you realize, like, yeah. oh, maybe I could take it. That's like the, the being on time thing for me. It's like you're like, oh, maybe I could take a page out of that book. <laughs> yeah, because you want to like I want to be like the best for it. But also it's like, OK, I need to really try and I'm coming from it from like what I want and what I need and my experiences. And it's like. Yeah, I think it's a. I think thinking about it still, like, or even writing it down, just put it in your note, uh, and like your notes and be like, the, the next day, is this still bothering me? Because the problem with Leland is he'll never say it. And so, when we had the heart to heart the other day, he was bringing up stuff from like a month ago, and I was like, 
now you should have told me that at the time so even if it had been yeah. a few hours later and I was like because I could definitely have been like no that's not what I meant or god you know this wasn't about you I was just fucking PMS and <laughs> I've told him to put in like and he was like this feels like a trap and I was like it's not a trap <laughs> so I put in, in my uh when I PMS in my uh because it's funny if we have an argument once a month he's like this is like not great and it's like I uh, you can avoid me for this this specific day once a month um because my therapist actually recommended stuff for PMS because I was like this is out of control I feel <laughs> I feel like I just You're see becoming venom <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah, yeah. I'm like the fucking Hulk, and I wasn't like, I'm not gonna like. I don't. I'm not. I'm really in control of my. Um, I hate to anyone to see me like. I w- I won't shout or I won't like. Uh, like I would never be aggressive. But then when that anger is translated into more like it can seem a bit scarier because it's like strict or direct or like, it's even irrational to you. It's what? It's even irrational to you. Yeah, like, you it's don't, not. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm still like it's it's just extreme irritation and like feeling like really depressed or like uh, feeling really bothered about stuff that I shouldn't like. Like I'll be like, oh, why does this person have a face? You know, right. <laughs> I need a face. Yeah, it's a right. That, that's I'd say that's irrational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say. And, it's and everybody just... has moments of that. Like it's not just when people and women are PMS. Like, like obviously there's. Yeah, you have bad days, guys. Everybody has bad. But then but then I think the idea like if you identifying it is like probably key, the idea of going like, oh, no, I this was on me. Like, I think that's a really good thing. A good tool to have is being self-aware enough. I think it happens in comedy as well, where that's why people stay in comedy, because you have that balance of like uh, the absurd, like I'm amazing and I'm and I'm terrible at this at the same time. Like you need that balance, and it probably works on both fronts. So it works in relationships as well, because you're like, hey, I have to at least admit when I was being crazy about this, or not even not even crazy, but like irrational, mm-hmm. or, or 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 I didn't mean what I was thinking at the time, and it might have been related to my. <laughs> <laughs> my PMS. Yeah, and I'm not giving any men who are listening weapons before the women are like, Katie, no, don't tell them. But like, no, it's not. No, yeah. And it's it's not every woman. I have another friend um, because I spoke to her about it the other day because I was like, she has gone on birth control for it. I've avoided birth control most of my life. But um, yeah, I, because I was afraid it would make me go like a bit loopy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel super rational for most of the month. But there is a day or two before I get my period where I'm like, I feel like that. So a and I yeah, it just is a real thing. It's like a f- influx right. of hormones. And my uh, therapist said she was like the hormones have their own emotions. So it's really hard to control it. And a lot of like people really like you know it's a horrible or like can feel like suicidal during that time can feel and then yeah it's so sad because you get your period and you're like oh fuck you you know (laughs) (laughs) what what is real yeah you're well it also man does it like it really makes you realize how much we're based off chemicals and processes and, and, and it's not just like, when you think of like, Hey, I'm in control of how I'm feeling. Like, it's like you're at certain stages. You're not like, you know, like, like I remember after I got divorced, I don't know if I ever told you this story. I got divorced about like four years ago and it was, it was amicable and it was also like the right thing to do. And I'm, I'm fine, but you know, it's still like, it's kind of my my version of what you just described, where you, sometimes you can have emotional reactions to things and you everybody else knows it's happening to you, but you don't. 
because I was like, if you would have asked me like when I, right after I got divorced, I'd be like, oh, how, how are you? I'd be like, fine, I'm fine. You know, it's a bummer, but I'm fine. And whatever it is. Right. And then one day I saw <laughs> some comic that we all know. I forget who it was. I don't know if you, I, 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 I honestly forget who it was. And I go, they're like, hey, I, I heard about the divorce. Are, are you OK? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, really? Because I heard <laughs> so and so told me Donnelly's walking around like super depressed. <laughs> and it was like earth shattering for me because I was like, I did not. I wasn't even telling myself that I was doing that. Like I was I was really telling myself like, yeah, I, I thought I was being like normal in the idea of like, of course, I'm going to be a little bit sad, but overall, I'm fine. This is the right thing to happen. But what everybody else was seeing was like, holy shit, you are down in the like you are depressed. But I didn't like I was it wasn't registering for me. Like I was giving that vibe off without realizing it at the time. And I think that can happen. And it's like that. It just goes to show you that your body can just like be like, no, no, no. You think, you know, fuck you. You have no idea like how we're going to make you feel how we want to make you feel. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like thinking of friends who I know who've gone through big breakups who've been like yeah i'm doing fine and they look like they're moping like around the yeah. place yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i have a, a whole i still kind of do it but i'm not going to tell you my like like it's not even a bit it's just that i <laughs> i got into ufos after i got divorced and it almost looked like i got into them because i got <laughs> divorced so on stage a couple times i've done it where i just give a really boring explanation about what's going on with ufos and then at the end of it, I go, well, div- what I'm trying to say is divorce is really hard. Like, because it comes off really sad, like really, really sad. I try to make it as sad and awkward as possible. And I go, what I'm trying to say is divorce is really hard. And like, I would say about, I don't know, six times out of 10, it gets like, you know, yeah. the people get what I'm trying to do. But like, but it, but who knows? Maybe that was part of it. You know, maybe it was like this, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep myself occupied with this one thing because I couldn't figure out this other thing, you know? I'm sure if your friends were hearing you suddenly, give out ufo facts as well they were probably like he's not well he's not doing like, 100%. he's turned but to I'm, the aliens but I'm, but, I'm, <laughs> but, I'm, but i'm sitting there going no it's for real like and, and and don't get me wrong i do i'm still into it but i mean i'm also way healthier than i was then but i mean like i you don't realize how you're coming off that's the point so like it, it fits into what you're saying the, the pms thing like yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do at that point? And then when you realize back and you're self-aware enough to go, oh, my God, what was I thinking back then? And then even even me looking back to when I first got divorced, I was like, oh, yeah, I can. I definitely remember. I don't like I can't picture myself looking depressed or anything like that, but I can remember a shift in my mood that I didn't even know I needed. Does that make sense? Like when I really was coming out of it, the funk from it. Yeah. I remember I remember that exact moment of me being like, oh, why do I feel like lighter? Why do I feel like like I had a weight lifted? And it was because I was like coming to grips with it, I guess. But like you're, you're going through all these emotional processes without re- even realizing. I think a lot of it's so like on a freaking uh, micro scale that even you don't know what's happening. You got your period. I got my period <laughs> for like a year <laughs> and a year long period. Yeah, yeah. no you you didn't and then you had the release that's the joy when you when you get it when they're like oh you're on your period and you're like no this is i'm fine now it's the it's the influx of emotions before where you're like that's not that's not katie we don't know that woman yeah yeah <laughs> oh, right exactly when they're like oh shit yeah something's up 
but you're, but you're also right about not giving ammo because and also I think it's I don't know. I think back in the day, you'd hear that be a little bit more of a yeah. shot than it, you do now. Like, no, well, nobody, no guy really. No guy I know is turning around going, what are you? PMS? Like, like, that's like an old school oh, insult yeah, yeah, yeah. thing of, you know, well, I also, think it's gotten better than it was with that. You know, I will say as well, I think women as well. Um, or people maybe. So let's say you're you're kind of like I don't want to I don't want to this annoys me, but I won't bring it up. It's not a big deal. Okay, this annoys me. I won't bring it up. Or or we've addressed this, but you don't feel like you've been heard satisfiedly, and you're like, okay, well, let's sleep in dogs lie. And then when you have something like that where you have an influx of emotions, um, it's sometimes those things that have been on the the tether just come out a little more and because you've probably built up a bit of resentment and sometimes it's good then like my therapist was saying like I had a massive fight with my boyfriend the other day and I can't believe I did this like stormed out of the house I haven't done that since I was like uh back in Ireland in a long-term relationship but like when I was like 22 uh, and she was like it was really important that you did that because he hasn't been hearing yet and you've been saying the same thing and now he gets it and it's annoying you had to get to that level. But sometimes because I always think if I say it and I say this upsets me, please don't do that. They should listen. I'm communicating. I use my words. Yeah. But people don't until you go, fuck. What and the then fuck? they're like, yeah. oh, fuck. OK, this she was telling the truth. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So my therapist was like, sometimes you have to like steam up like a kettle and like let it just blow over and you don't want that to be every time but you know it's some it should if it happens once it show show the person like fuck this is the boundary i haven't been respecting it and i haven't been listening this really does affect this person i'm gonna guess that your the steam up like a kettle was your interpretation of it not your therapist no that was my analogy I yeah felt, i know yeah you, I you're felt... super irish because steam up like a kettle Oh, I was, like very old. <laughs> honestly, you could have made like several cups of tea with me. I was fuming, and you know, so this thing yeah. happened. I was fucking. Oh, you everything. Irish! Oh, you Irish! Everything's about tea. The English and the Irish. Everything. There's so many fucking tea analogies. Actually, what I did want to ask you was, yeah, not, yeah I'm like, so your abuser, no. <laughs> so you're so um, a jackass in a relationship. No, no. no, but you're also in a relationship where uh, I want. Well, I remember you saying, and you can tell me to edit this out if you want, but I remember you saying uh, when we met in the park that your partner was very direct with what she wanted straight away. And I remember thinking that was so great because I think people can be very kind of like, Let's just see what happens. But it sounds like she was very much like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Like she, relationship. Um, we both were, to be honest. Okay. And it, what my me being like that came out of was. Well, I think you're right about I think it, I think it does come from age. I'm older now. But also for me, the problem that I think I had in my marriage and, and it was on both of our parts, it, it, my issue was. I think I wouldn't express my concerns enough. Like when you were talking before about like, I was jealous and you were like, I gave him a rundown of what I want. Like when you're saying I like from what you got from your dad, where you're like, I'm confronting right away and I want to deal with it right away. I never did that. I think I was afraid of confrontation. So what, what happens? I think we, we talked about it early on being like, I just want us to be able to, to bring up stuff right away. And then, yeah, she was completely on board with that and then has been, doing that like she'll tell me if you know something annoys her or whatever it is so um yeah but that was that came out of the discussion came out of me not doing that for years and years and me also we talked about therapy me going i've been going to therapy for a while and like 
I've gotten used to the idea of that happening. And don't get me wrong. Like I still screw it up. I still don't say things or I wait or, you know, whatever it is, but yeah, she definitely does. And that's why it's, that's why it's worked out really well because I think we're putting stuff on, we are bringing stuff up, which we didn't before, but yeah. Dir- yeah. The directness was part of why it's been working out so well. Yeah. And it takes a while to, to, to kind of change. Sometimes that annoys me. Like when someone, when I say something, they do it again. And I'm like, Oh, but I said this, but it's always like, okay, people need time to kind of, Oh yeah. You're just describing guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, for you, it's, I, you it's said like that. Your... And I'm like, I do that. I do that a hundred percent. Like you, you have to, I'm like a, we're like idiot. Like, like, and I, I hate that. Like a hundred percent. I do that. Like you could tell me like the way you said before, where, you're like, oh, that annoys me. Please don't do that. I don't know if it was if it was direct enough. I think I'd get that. But I mean, like there's stuff I've. Oh, I definitely have repeated stuff after there's been discussions 100 percent because you like either. You know what it is? I think either it, not that it gets. I think what you're thinking is it being forgotten as a sign of disrespect uh, where you're like. But I also think it's it, you have to. Uh, the guy is not thinking of it that way. And um, the guy on the to defend guys, it's like you're just you're just it's an innocently. If I forgot, I innocently forgot or I didn't think what. Because women, have, I think women sometimes have a different idea of like you're 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 putting the thing you're talking about. where You're like, please don't do this one thing again. It, it really bothers me when if a guy says like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I'll, I won't do that again. The thing they do the next time that is related to the thing that you said, please don't do it. We probably are thinking it's not the same thing, yeah. but you're thinking, does that make sense? Yes. You're thinking it is, but we're, 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 there's no malice in us doing it again because we don't know we're doing it again. Does that yeah, make that's sense? So true. I, 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 this is so true. Our big thing recently, I have to tell you this because that's so what you're saying was how I was like, I will get frustrated if I feel like I'm saying things and then I'm not being listened to. And I really need you to like, if I'm like, this is important, like we're talking about something important, just listen. And he was like, yeah. So we, and he was like, and this is what I need you to do, like to come for, to come to me with it, blah, blah, blah. Then we make up and we're so excited about this, uh, the future. We're on the phone and we have like an anniversary coming up. So he was like, I have to go to work though that night. Um, It's a great work gig. And I was like, don't worry about that. We can do it the night before. And he was like, okay. And I was like, but I'm really glad that you talked to me about this because I think it's really important that we do this like once a month and like do this like dinner and keep like a nice, uh, as I'm saying that he turned the fucking Hoover on. And I was like, <laughs> Leland, what was that? And he was like, I just want to check to see if the Hoover was working. And I was like, did you need to do it while I was talking? And he see, was like, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. And then, he just goes, right? no, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> His, and that was right. fine. I didn't get mad, but I just was like, remember, <laughs> he turned the Hoover on. Now you're taking that as a sign of disrespect, right? You know what the Hoover is? It's the same thing as making the bed. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him making his bed and getting mad that you didn't make his bed <laughs> is the same thing as him. He I can and I'm not like this, but I, I, I know what this guy is. Think- I know what he's probably thinking is. He's like, oh, no, like I can, first off, he's thinking I can do this right now at the same time. I'm listening. I am li- like, like, like you said, he's a nice guy. I met I've met he's your boyfriend. He's like, yeah. the thing is that you have to give slack sometimes because there's no way that this guy it means any malice in any of this stuff. No, but no. it's hard not to think that at the time. Oh, yeah. well, and because we had already had that conversation, I was just like, oh, I knew what was happening. I was just going to repeat. I was just going to repeat how important that but he already knows that. So he's like, yeah, hey, I know this. I'm just going to put. But 
for me it feels like I'm not being listened to and but he's just doing that thing where he's like I already know that I'm just gonna hoover so I was just like Leland this is the thing just doesn't need to be on it's just I was just a two I was gonna say something for one more minute and he was like no you're totally right sorry I was just checking it but go ahead and it's like in I could have been like you know what like I could have gotten thick and been like fuck you or I wouldn't say fuck you but like in my head I'd be like it doesn't matter forget about it but it's like uh, no it's okay I don't need to because he's not like you said it's not out of malice and this is growing pains like I have to have patience with if it's not he's like he's not connecting the two things like he's what he's the Hoover thing is on a checklist of like like making the bed where he's like I gotta I gotta check the Hoover I'm doing that while and also when you said hey I'm glad we we had this talk because we agreed on this thing that's for a guy he did say oh yeah i hear you for a guy that's where it's yeah, done no, but you're and he turned the hoover on after that like for him that part of it was already done right yeah but it was still like me mid-sentence but i exactly oh, okay because i'm yeah. like i'm like in mid-sentence of like how we should keep it up because it's like really important that we do like one <laughs> and then he just turned the hoover he on but it's because he had stopped on. listening at me saying yeah that's okay you know he, he was gone <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, very possible. But he but he's also like probably thinking like, like I said, like I'm like he if he's so regimented, he's like, we yeah. OK, we had that. We, I said, yes. Now here's the Hoover. Now is this. Now he's probably has so much of a checklist in his brain. Oh, yeah. And it's just a simple thing of me not getting thick and not ex- like I could get thick and not explain it and be like, oh, do you know, I forget about it. I'm going to watch my show and just, you know, be like, I'll talk to you later. Uh, mm-hmm. But I could just go, hey still talking and him go oh fuck sorry yeah you're right right right, yeah, right. So which, like, which is also a super common thing but you know like, yeah, yeah. yeah um can i ask you to uh so with your relationship now you've kind of had to uh because my dad i met my stepmom when i was seven and you're now yeah. kind of like potentially possibly stepdad in the future potentially stepdad in the future yeah well is uh, this the first person you've dated with a child yeah it is and it's interesting i'll, I'll tell you honestly um i love it and um, for me, kids uh, like trying to trump everything else. They always have. Right. But when I would like, I'll give you uh, the evolution of Sean Donnelly's brain thinking about kids. When I was in my 20s, I thought by the time I was 30, I'd be married with three kids. That was like I was that guy where I'm like, I this is. And I think it was also based off the model that I had and I had a good upbringing and all that. So uh, so I, I was like, oh, I want that for myself. And then as I got older, like things didn't work out that way. Also doing comedy as a job, I never thought that'd be the case. Right. So everything figures into everything else. Um, So I think I got married by the time I was 33. I was, we didn't have kids. We didn't have kids right away. I always wanted to, like, it was always a thing that I wanted to do. Um, and I couldn't, have the, I, I think I had the mindset, Hey, I can't at the time because of comedy. And I was so out every night of the week and, and I, I kind of pushed it off because comedy will do that. Right. But, but it, if I really have to be honest, uh, I would have, I would have given up if I would have had kids back when I was 30, I would have given up comedy. Like, like I, I, I don't, I wouldn't have, I say that now, but I remember like being so much more like, Oh my God, like I was obsessed with it when I first, you know, uh, when I first started and I was like, oh, and when things started to work out a little bit and I would you get a couple of credits here or you're doing shows and you're like, I didn't never thought this would ever happen. So it kind of like took the place of it, but I always wanted it. And even the side, you know, even at the end of um, of my marriage, I even said I was like, I will take a break from comedy so that I can get I'll get something else and then we'll have so we can have kids and I have, you know, whatever it is. I had money coming in, but it's so sporadic with stand up that you're like, Oh, we can't be responsible and, and do this. So 
so up until not that long ago, I think I always had the thing like, oh, I want to have my own kids. I, I, it's, it's a, a huge priority for me. I'm, it's, it was in the forefront of my brain. I want to meet I want to meet somebody uh, even after I got divorced. I was like, ah, kids, 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 kids. And I think I probably had the unhealthy idea of. Hey, if I meet somebody who wants to have kids, I'll let a lot of things go by the wayside so that we can be. But then what I realized over time is that I'm like, no, I'm older now. And not that it's a, it's out of the realm of possibility of me having my own kids, but also I'm in the world of comedy enough. And it's my job enough that it'll probably be my job in some respect for the rest of my life. And I'm kind of you, I'm 43 and I'm used to the way my life is. And, um, the fact of the matter is, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm o- more OK with if it doesn't happen than if, if you asked me five years ago, like five years ago, if you're like, hey, you're not going to have kids of your own. I would have been like, what the what the hell? What the fuck? I would have been like, ah, I would have been. No, 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 no. I would have been freaked out. You know, now I absolutely am like more. I don't want that to be the case. I'd love to have kids of my own. But if it, I, I'm more comforted by the idea, not comforted, but I mean, I'm I'm oh, I'm chiller with the idea of it. So. When I met my girlfriend, Megan, like she has her, her son and our relationship is like, uh, I love him. I, 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 I he's fantastic. I, I, and yeah, it might end up being like a stepdad situation. And I'm like, I'm totally OK with that. Like I like it's, it's because what it really is like, I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and pretend that like, hey, I'm your dad, like, I, like but but I, in a way like, I'm you know, if it gets to that point where it's the stepdad role, like. It's a good it's actually a good, really good um, puzzle piece fit for my life. If comedy is the thing I continue doing, because if I had kids of my own and I was and I stayed a road comic and I was going on the road all the time and I would feel way, way, way more guilty, like way. I'd probably be like, no, I'm done. I'll get something in the city or wherever I'm living. And I'll that is what I do. And then I'll do stand up, you know, whenever I do stand up. But. Uh, the way it is now, I'm like, oh, I can continue my, my life the way it's going and it's working out fine for this because I'm like, I hang out with them when I hang out with them. And, and then, you know, I, 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 I'm able to do comedy without being like, oh my God, I, you know, but then, but then of course I, I missed the hell out of them. I was just in Las Vegas for a week and I missed them like crazy. So like I, um, what I was trying to say with all that, I feel like there was a long way to say that, like, what used to be top priority for me, I have to have my own kids. I'm getting, I'm getting more and more okay with the idea that that might not happen. And it's kind of a sad thing to be honest. Uh, And I don't like the fact And do I, do I, would I hope that it happens? Sure. But I'm more, I'm actually uh, proud of myself for being like being honest enough that I'm like, Hey, maybe my mind is way different than I was when I was 25 years old. Like, I think I have this very old, style thing of like oh i, I want kids and I, I'm, I'm like doubling down on this but 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 yeah so anyway so that's that's what i mean like i'm getting older and the situation i'm in actually works out really well for me and it, and yeah it's my first time uh, being in a relationship where uh the woman has a child and 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 he's awesome and it's great is that what you wanted to know about it or do you want to know something else well, no, no, that's great. But I was also going to say um, for you, what you just said about the guilt, I think, well, firstly, this child is uh, is older. So it's not you're not you're not if you had a kid and your partner gives birth, you're dealing with like a baby who needs like a lot of attention. It's a lot sure. Of so you would feel obligated to be around more. Secondly, this you're if you come in as a step parent, 
they're usually the child has already two parents so it's like three parents now so you don't have to put yeah. in much time it'd be different i guess if you know you were coming in this kid was younger they didn't have other parents um and, and i'm also i think that's important for me to to play the proper role yeah. like so yeah. i'm involved i i want to be involved and especially if if i end up becoming his stepdad yeah i'll be even more involved than i am now so i want it to be a healthy trajectory of how much i'm involved with him because i right now it's the chance that there's a very good chance that i'll be his stepdad but but i but i i'm not i don't want to say that because i have to think of him i can't you know i have to think of like of how he'll feel i want i'm tempering not that, like, don't get me wrong, i'm not like i'm not purposely not hanging out with the kids so that because i'm like hey you only get uh, me for three hours a week because it's not appropriate but I'm also like I'll put it this way. There was his friend was over um, and his, his friend, uh, his name's Owen. And, and then his friend was over one day and we were all going to go. We were supposed to go to like this pitch and uh, not pitch and put a uh, mi- miniature golf thing. And his friend kept saying Owen's dad, Owen's dad, like like because instead of saying my name, he didn't know my name. So he was like, well, you're here. You're a guy. You're Owen's dad. And I was like, and then I didn't I'm like. I didn't say anything, but my girlfriend was like, Owen's dad. No, he doesn't live here. Owen's dad somewhere else. That's that's Sean. You can call him Sean, <laughs> whatever it is. Right. And it's but it's Sean. a weird dynamic. Yeah. But like, but I'm, that's important to me where it's like, hey, I want to be as respectful as possible. And I and and oh, and he'll he knows who his parents are and all that, you know, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, you never want to overstep or you never want to. It's this weird line to walk where you're like, yeah. um, I want to be like, you know what you want it to be like, he's not getting confused or you know anything like that. Yeah. You know? And it's respectful to him and then the father as well, especially if the father's still involved in his life. He is. And, yeah. and absolutely. That's the thing where before I even met Owen, I want I made sure that I'm like, hey, I texted the dad and was like, let's meet up. And, you know, uh, so I can. So that's can amazing. Meet me. Yeah. Because I'm sure for uh, like a lot of parents, that's so great that they get to see the person who's going to be in their child's life. So that was really mature of you. I love that. Well, oh, you know what it was? I thought like, I yeah, I mean, he was totally on board, obviously. But I mean, like, I wouldn't have felt right, like hanging out with him uh, if I didn't meet him, you know, like I if I or if or no, no, I'm sorry. I guess it was like me staying over. Like it was I maybe staying or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Did I meet him before I I met him. I must have met Megan uh, Owen before. Whatever it was, I'm sorry. I'm like losing my train of thought. But I made sure that uh, you opened up communication, which is great. You were like, hey, yeah, no, yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah that and that, well, way I, that was the whole his idea. Dad is ever like this kind of bothered me, or he told me this. He can go directly to you. It won't become like an issue. That yeah, it, you'd hope. Yeah, exactly. And also, I was thinking like. This is what I would want if I was on his side of things. I'd want to be like, hey, not in like a weird meathead way where you're like, I got to meet the guys hanging around my kid. Like, it's like not in some idiot way, just in a way of like, hey, just wanted to say hello, meet you, shake your hand, be like, what's up? I'm not a psychopath. Here we go. Like, you know, like that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, and that's kind of what it did. We hung out, we met up for a coffee and it was, it was good, nice, pleasant conversation, and, you know? I think that I think a lot of people would find that like scary or intimidating to do, but I think it is like the the right thing to like also that ability to put yourself into someone else's shoes and be like, how would I feel? 
in this situation. And it's like, and cause you could always, he might not, he might not be like, Oh, I never need that. But you text him going, Hey, if you want to like, grab, he could have been like, I actually don't need to fire ahead. But he obviously was like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So it's mm-hmm. nice to just like, yeah. Th- like try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. I'll tell you if comedy has done nothing else, it's prepared us for awkward situations. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I have no, the one thing about comedy, it makes you <laughs> anxiety ridden, but it has made me more confident where I'm like, yeah, I deal with awkward shit every night. Every I deal with night. people staring at me blankly. So I can deal with a, a half hour awkward conversation with somebody like one on one. A hundred percent. I can just be like, you know, I, if it's weird, even if it's weird, it's like you cut it short. All right, man. Like I've been in so many, I've, you know, in so many weird situations with stand up that it's like, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can meet you, uh, uh, you know, on a, on a park bench on a Sunday afternoon, whatever it is, you know, so. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So that's I feel. But but that's what also age helps that. So like if if uh, if I was even 30 right now and I and that happened, like I probably wouldn't even have thought of being like, hey, let me meet him before. I probably would have been like, oh, yeah, he has to contact me or I I don't know what I would have thought. But I mean, like I would have not has been as mindful to be like, hey, let's definitely meet up and then, you know, figure shit out, you know, not even figure shit out, just, you know meet each other well you're great i think that's great i think uh true conversation people are gonna have advice about uh being a potential stepdad uh, (laughs) not to get upset about hoovers (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) Um, no this is where can people follow you uh they can follow me i'm at shawnee time on instagram and twitter that's at S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E. And also I have a, a, my Patreon show. It's called the Shawnee Boy Podcast. You can you can follow that. It's at Shawnee Boy Pod on Instagram. Uh, what's your uh, the, what's the show I did with you and Kevin? That's my serious satellite radio show called Celebrate. That's every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Raw Dog 99 because we're raw and we're <laughs> Kevin was on last week. What? Kevin was on last week. Uh, oh, was he really? Yeah. Oh, get out of here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 